adults only, explicit content, bad language, controversial topics, ear, hates, warning. So let's go on to singles now. We're not going to, you know, play clips of these right now, but I just want to run down some very good singles, in my opinion, that have come out very recently. Falling in Reverse, Carry On. I thought that was a great, so it was supposed to be a B-side of Coming yeah, Home. Yeah. And for me, yeah. Coming Home is extremely underrated, and it's it my is, favorite. Yeah. yeah, it's my favorite Falling in Reverse album. Yeah. So to have a B-side of it, I, I just thought it was fucking great. It, it yeah. has a good and message. I, and I I think you're aware I I do not like Ronnie Racky and I generally don't like his music right. but that album um there there's at least you know I think a good portion of that album I do enjoy yep and I I hate all of his new stuff <laughs> I just come out and say it but I, I did I like not. that beast stuff I do not hate what he does but that's <laughs> see once again we can have differing opinions and still be yep. fine so it's not yep. like Twitter where you know you're gonna say terrible things about me and, and block me like a pussy. So it's it's fine. <laughs> Next up, uh, I'd like to welcome everybody to the Spirit Box bandwagon that I believe oh, yeah. this show started before everybody else. Yep. Um, and they had... Did. I remember covering it. I remember covering that, that EP. Yeah. Remember you, talking about like that and being like... One or two. Yeah, yeah. It's like, oh yeah, this is I wrestled a bear once. We went through the whole thing. We're like, wow, this is going to be the next big thing. And no one was talking about them whatsoever. And here we are. Yep. Here, here we are all these years later, and uh, they yep. had their single Holy Roller, and I am just really, I am honestly really glad that they're getting the attention they deserve, because yeah. this band's going to be fucking awesome. Yeah, and this is something you'd probably know. Um, her husband, is he a part of the group or just does production? Like, what is he? No, I think he's where, doing where the background. I think he's doing a lot of the background instruments, if I'm not mistaken. Okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's not in like any music videos, or he's not in the band, technically? Ah, uh, I don't know. I think you would still consider him in the band. I think, okay. yeah, it's just those two. It's very similar to a One-Eyed Doll. Okay. So I, I would say that. Uh, but man, damn, damn fucking good. Damn fucking good. Man, that, that's a arguably song of the year. I mean, one Close. of mine, I think. Yeah. You know, You know how I never do song of or album of the year yeah. i always do a whole list of them so oh, yeah. i would have that i would have that on the list oh yeah That's yeah if sure. you made a playlist at the end of the year it'd be on it yeah absolutely so next up we've got the return of conquer divide their first new song in five years they put out chemicals now they had a big change in lineup it looks like at least from the outside plus a little change in the dynamics it doesn't seem mm-hmm. to be the whole dual vocalist thing, because before they used to do that, two front women, both did not play instruments, uh, then they would do the unclean and clean vocals. But now it looks like, I forget how you say her name, it's like Kiarly or something like that. Yeah. 
she's yep. now front and center, which is really the one the one criticism I have is that did you yeah. see their new merch line? Yeah, I did. Yeah. yeah, there's the one shirt with just her on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck! It reminded me of Almost Famous. Yep. So, <laughs> so anyways, but I liked it. I don't know no. how I would rate it compared to their self-titled album, but I do like mm-hmm. it, and I'm really looking forward to seeing what they do next because they had such a great fucking dynamic, and that album yeah. was so fucking good. Yep. If people, if you haven't heard it, go listen to it front to back. That is an awesome album. Did I? Did you and I cover that? I want to say we did because that was another band we were yeah. the first with because yeah. I also went yeah. to see them live, and we talked about that as well. Okay. Yep. We've always at one look, Makes I don't sense. care. I'm gonna suck my own dick on this one. I, I took my ribs out. I'm I'm going down to suck it. We have, I'll say we for this because that's definitely you for sure. We have talked about so many women fronted bands and women bands on the show because mm-hmm. I have loved and I'm not even gonna say female fronted is a genre, that's all stupid bullshit. I have loved bands with female members in them for my whole life. Yeah. So why would I not cover them? It doesn't make any sense. Yeah. Why would I not want to promote them? Yep. It makes is what sense. it is. I mean, we, we, we've covered a ton of them. Oh, yeah. I mean, the list will go on and on and on. So we'll, we'll move on actually to another woman vocalist. Yep. I'm going to Poppy. And I know a lot of people probably don't believe it. They can't believe I like Poppy, but I fucking do. <laughs> and <Yeah. laughs> her new – so this Friday – they're going to do a deluxe re-release of her full out al- of her full album. And one of the singles is chaos X four times four. Yep. And I think it's great. I think it's a great mix of the rock and then the pop and all the craziness that she does. I think I told you, I saw her live. I think that was one of yeah, the yeah. last live shows that I got to see. Uh-huh. The only worry I had was that I think she was lip syncing. Oh no. Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, Scott Ian's law has not gone past Congress and stuff and yeah. it didn't have it on the ticket. So I took the risk, <laughs> but it was, it was fun. And by the way, she also put out a cover that she played live of all the things she said. Uh-huh. And the cover is almost exactly the same as the regular song. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I hate that. But, but I like it anyways. Yeah. I like it. Anyways. Yeah. So, excuse me. Sorry. So that's, that's good. We've got, a uh, friend of the show, A War Within, with Abandon. Yep. I personally think that's their best song to date, and I've liked Probably. everything that they've done. But that song, there's something about it. There's something catchy, but still, I don't know, melodic and everything about it. So please support that band, too, for people. Like, I know they're a smaller band, but Spencer works so hard, and they deserve a lot of credit for what they do. So please go listen to that as well. Next band, another band that's getting a ton of love now, which came out yeah. of fucking nowhere, Kingdom of Giants. They put out two tracks, Side Effect and Sync, and the new album I think is in October. But holy fuck, man, that's another band that we yeah. that we were all about. And I've had Dana on the show before as well. I am really, really looking forward to that album. Now, did are they? Is the push coming from? Are they with a different label, or are they yes. doing it themselves? I think okay. they're on. I want to say they're on Sharp Tone now. Okay, I yeah, could so be that wrong sounds about that. Right? I think maybe that's where it's coming from. Yeah, they're getting pushed. They're getting pushed for sure, but I've seen a lot of people come out of the woodwork that weren't there for their previous album. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I've I've noticed that too. 
So look, maybe that's one of the good parts about joining a label now is that they yeah. really, if they try, they really do get the name out there. So yeah. I have I have very high hopes for this album. I think this is going to be on my albums of the year uh, for sure. That would be my guess. So everyone keep a lookout for that. Next one up, we have Boy Becomes Hero. Now, was this the one I did? Did I do this with you or James? James. Okay. So Boy Becomes Hero is a relatively new band. And he loves, it's just one person, and he mm-hmm. loves, he does everything, and he loves to make full stories. So I remember going through this with James and spending a lot of time going through the story, going through everything that was, it was a very cool post-hardcore-y kind of screamo, old-school throwback kind of thing, and I really, yeah. really enjoyed that last album. He's released a brand new track called Flexibility, and it's once again, it's another story it's going to be a whole concept album, and that's coming out in September. And I am really, really looking forward to that because I love when an album has stories to it. Because besides yeah, this, yeah. if you want something heavy and fucking depressing, go listen to Flexibility because mm-hmm. he took off any chains he had. That song's heavy as fuck. Mm-hmm. So I would recommend yeah, that. Yeah, for sure. So recommend that as well. Then you got Patient 67, another, you know, by the time this comes out. The new Ian's Untitled Scene Show will be out with Tom. They did a re-release, so they're going to be doing... They've done one track. The next one comes out on Friday, August 14th. They did a a redo or a re-recording of two of their original tracks from their original EP that you can no longer get like on Spotify. It's only on Bandcamp. And they did a fucking great job with... I've I've heard both. You know, that's my little privilege, privilege there. But yeah. the one that's out right now, Gustavo Bling, is fucking great. Yeah, yeah, yep. That was because um, I'm pretty new to them as well. Um, I'll obviously learn a lot more once this once your episode's out too. So I'm looking forward to that. Yeah, it was. He's in Australia, and it's one of the clearest conversations I've had. <laughs> oh man! <laughs> so it's very fun. So I think people will enjoy yeah, that. Yeah. Lots of jokes, lots of you know in-depth talk and stuff. The next thing I want to mention is the bunny, the bear dropped a single out of nowhere yeah yeah called futures the thing now it's still the bunny the bear but they went a little bit more pop on this one yeah so i I still liked it because for some Mm -hmm. reason i will always love the bunny the bear i can't (laughs) once again another friend of the show i can't i can't get over it but they also signed i believe to we are triumphant yep so we're gonna see more from them i'm sure maybe that's why it's called futures is because we're gonna see more from them and then, now I want to ask you the question on Fit for a King. They put out okay. locked, parenthesis, in my head, and parenthesis, whatever, locked in my head. Yeah. What do you think? You know, this. now this is going to be something that I don't know if you know or not, but I've never been latched onto this band at all. Um, I don't like the vocal style. I oh. don't know what it is. Okay. Um, uh, like everything else about it is like right up my alley. It's just the vocal style isn't really my thing. Okay. So that's what I can't ever get over. But this one kind of lost me even more, <laughs> I guess. Um, so I'm pretty much checked out. That's funny. I think what what I found, I think the most, by the way, I like it. I just, I happen to like everything Fit for a King does. Another friend of the show, <laughs> yeah. by the way. But I think the very funny part, as I as I swallow my beer there, I think the funny part is they have prefaced like they're afraid, basically, uh-huh. on social medias over and over again. 
anytime they put out these singles, they say, everyone calm down. It's only one track. It's not going to be all encompassing of the album, blah, blah, blah. And I've <laughs> yeah. never seen a band do that. Yeah, yeah. Like they're afraid of what's going to happen. But what was really funny was when this one came out, they did get such a huge backlash that someone called yeah, them like did. emo butt rock. Or something. Yeah, yeah. So they put out a new merch item that says make fit for a king <laughs> heavy again. Heavy so. again. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Look, it's not my favorite of them because yeah. I think other bands do this on a regular basis where yeah. fit for a king are really good with just bringing the heavy. Yeah. I don't know. I, I like it. I'm okay with it, but it's definitely not my favorite. No, no, no. I'm right there. Uh, I, I've, I think I'm check, checked out. I'll still listen to the album, but yeah. um, I think I think I'm signing out. <laughs> I know you weren't a huge fan. I, I am. I'm a big fan. I think they're great live as well. I mean, Tuck O'Leary is amazing. I, I There's just so many great, obviously, Kirby and stuff. Great, great yeah. at what they do. I, I know you're not a huge fan, but we had to bring that up for sure. And the la- I want to just hit on two things really quick on here too. Saving Vice also has an acoustic cover of Motionless and White's Another Life. Yeah, yeah. And it turned out really well. It turned out really it did. well. It did. So I think people check out that acoustic cover and then go look at their other stuff because they've also done other acoustics, but then also have a fucking amazing album this year as well. So make sure you go listen to that too. Um, have and they then, been on the show twice? Yes. Or three okay, times. I no, okay, I think it's I I, three. It's three. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You know what's funny? It's three times on three different iterations of the show. <laughs> <laughs> we'll go for four. We'll go for four. Yep. But we'll go for The last thing I want to mention is just something I found very funny. For some reason now, I have heard of Billie Eilish before. I've heard of her. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. But yeah, I, I know of her. Apparently, she's very famous and wins awards and stuff, but she's like an emo chick. But I, I don't know, yeah. whatever. So what I found very funny, though, is everyone apparently loves covering her music. And there are three oh, yeah. people who covered one song that she did called yeah. Everything yeah. I, w- I Wanted. And now I like the idea of the song. I actually tried to listen to the original, and I was like, this fucking sucks. So... I listened to the three covers. There's three covers from yeah. one is Bill Murray, Bill Murray and Whale Bones, I believe. Then there's yep. Landon Tours and there's Convictions. Uh-huh. And each one of them is completely different. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's really funny. So if you want a very, very you have a favorite. Yeah, I, I and I hate to say favorites because all three of these people have been on the show multiple times. So yeah. and, I, and I love all of them. But I think no matter what my mood is, I think my favorite is Bill Murray and Whalebones. Okay. Okay. There's just yep. so much. There's like a, a driving, soulful passion. And I yeah. know that sounds dumb, but there's just something about the way he scr- – like it's not even that he screams screams. It's not like an unclean vocal. Mm. It's like he's putting so much hurt yeah. into the lyrics that he's, that he's uh, singing that it just comes out that way. It's so raw. Yeah. And that's that's why that one is kind of in a world of its own. Landon Turs is also very soulful yeah. with it. What is it about him? Like his vocal style, something about all of his music. Just it feels like it's just like I don't know if I want to say dirty, but it sure. feels like 
it sounds like he could be a dirtbag. Oh, you no, know, he's like, definitely a dirtbag. He's a rough guy. No, yeah, no, he's like, not. He used to, I, I know <laughs> in his past, and believe, and him and I, I would consider us friends. Like, it's not a, yeah, yeah. it's, it's. And I think that's what I like so much about his music, yeah. too. Like, you, you, like, you just feel like, man, this guy, he's, he's been through things. Yes. You know? Landon, Landon has certainly been through things, and he, he would hate me for saying this, but I have to. He's a genius. Mm-hmm. He's yeah. he's a genius. It's just there's no there's no way around it. Like the other day, he fucking bought an electrical violin. Oh my god, yes. Did you see the other recorder he got? Yeah. Like the <laughs> Yeah, and I I've, I've talked to him about this stuff before. He doesn't have the time to do it. Like the things he's done is incredible. Yeah. Like yeah. anything, even his his solo work, his everything that he does. So I, there is something about this cover I I definitely love. It's just you know when you put me on the spot for the three, that's the one you know the Bill yeah, Murray yeah. Whalebones one. It's yeah. just I don't know. It just hit me at the right I don't know whatever you want to call it. And then yep. Convictions yep. is if you want what you would call a pop goes punk cover where they have yep. breakdowns and like legitimate yeah, yeah, yeah. screaming and all that kind of stuff. So it's fun to hear that one, but that one would be. The lesser of the ones that I will listen to on a regular basis, okay, yeah. but it's still yeah. good. And convictions, as much as I'm not a religious person, they are mm-hmm. really fucking good at what they do. Yeah, yeah. They really are even live, like live, they're even better than I thought they would ever would be. And they're yeah. just I don't know, they're just good guys, to be honest. Yeah, did like, you and this is kind of it's all it's about convictions, but I have to mention, do you feel find it kind of odd on their album, their recent, I think the most recent album, they featured Chris from like Moss to Flames, who isn't religious. Does that feel odd to you? No. Or did, I don't know. No, okay. it doesn't. You know why? Because why? one of the things that made me fall in love with Convictions originally was the track, I believe it's called Blood Brothers. Yeah. And that was a track off, man, why am I blanking on the name? It was the Blue Album. It was very like okay. it, it. It was actually I had Josh on the show when that came out, and mm-hmm. that album Blood Brothers, uh, sorry that that song Blood Brothers is about I believe if I'm not mistaken it's the lead singer's brother who isn't religious, and they're basically yeah. going back and forth, and the the brothers part at the one point is played by Rory from Dayseeker. And I yeah, don't yeah. think that Rory is religious no, either. No, he's not. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Yeah, I don't, I don't get that impression by his music, at least. No, I don't. But now we're kind of in a generation or or time where I don't think bands are necessarily seen as religious or not. I think the last one was really Under Oath. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like now people don't – Convictions is definitely a Christian band, but that doesn't mean they have to sing about everything Christian no. all the time. So yeah. whatever their beliefs happen to be, a lot of people don't even let that stuff get into their music anymore. Which I'm okay with. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's not all for today anymore. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> so I like it and I am looking forward. They're saying they're they're teasing new music. So I'm very much looking forward to that because I love their last bunch of albums. Yep. Agreed. So, okay. I think that is it for singles for now. And now we're going to go into the fun part, baby. It is oh album review time. And by the way, man, I'm pretty sure this is going to be a four-hour show because we're it, almost at two hours right now. Yeah. Yeah. It's going on. Oh, that's funny. I am not going to be able to edit this. It is just going to have to go out. 
and people are going to have to deal with the <laughs> random mic issues and all that kind of shit. But it is the way they, it is. They'll, they'll survive. Fuck them anyways. Like, what do I care? I'm not getting yeah. paid. I'm not getting fucking paid for this. It's just for fun. <laughs> all right. Yeah. So let's, I, I'm trying to think of where, you know what, let's, why don't we talk about the quicker ones that just came out because we really didn't get a time to like really dive, dive into them. So how about yeah. we do that first? All Does right. that sound good? Okay. So yeah. let's go with, start, let's start off with In Heart's Wake. So we've got In Heart's okay. Wake, I, what is it, Caligula? Caligula. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is very funny because if you've seen that movie, um, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, inside jokes for people that have probably never yep. seen that movie. But anyways, nope. uh, it's on Unified. And for me, I, I thought it was very different from Ark. Uh, you know, it's yeah, very, yeah, but yeah. the thing about it is it's not metalcore. It's, it's this weird amalgamation of a lot yeah. of different, very diverse genres coming together. But I will yeah. tell you, this is one where I was okay with that. And I thought for, yeah. in, at least in my opinion, I thought they did well. That was, that's my yeah, opinion. Yeah. See, I went into this one. I don't know. I, sometimes when you go into an album, you, you kind of have your mind made up like, man, I, I really want to like this. Or like I really don't want to like this, um, and it's unfortunate we're that way, but we're humans, so <laughs> sure. it happens. Um, I went in wanting to like this, and I it's one of those I don't know I can't. There's a vocal, I'm like a vocal problem with me. Okay. Um, it's I don't know. I want I don't want to say a new metal vocal. Oh style, no, no, it's definitely it's, no, absolutely. It, okay, it's. I think that's what it is because I, I can't really pinpoint it and it's kind of annoying me, but it's, it's along those lines. There's, there's a vocal style. I don't really, I don't really sit, sit well with me. Okay. I don't know. It's, right. I don't, but I, I want to like the album so much. <laughs> yeah. Look, I, I honestly, I think I can understand why this album would rub people the wrong way. Now I would say the backbone is always metalcore. The back yeah, yeah. backbone's always metalcore, but there's a lot of alternative rock, new metal. There's some mm-hmm. hardcore thrown in there. But I will say, there were a few times, and people might laugh, but there's a few times that I heard Linkin Park in there. Yeah, yeah, I can see that. The Definitely. way the riffs were, the way the second vocalist came in with the style of singing he was doing, like he wasn't Chester, but it was still like you could hear that in there. And then they had, well, they had Polaris on which I thought was great. And then they had a couple mm-hmm. of other appearances by like some Australian people that I'm not exactly sure. I know one of the guys, the one guy was in an uh, older Australian like hardcore punk band. Mm-hmm. And that was yeah, cool. Yeah. That was cool to hear his like raspy type vocals. Uh-huh. And then they had, I think it was Gior- Georgia Flood, who I think uh-huh. is, if I'm not mistaken, is an actress. And that oh, okay. song is completely different than anything else they've ever put out. Yeah. So it's just, I think for the people that really love something that's diverse and just think anything that's diverse is good, then they're probably going to really like this. I I am not that person, but I thought that they did a good job of keeping things interesting. And I personally appreciated the way they were able to intertwine that stuff to come out as a finished product. So I liked it. And I don't think after ARC, that was straight through Metalcore the way they did it. I don't know how you follow that up with another straightforward metalcore album. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, the album cover, like you can see all of her hands holding different vices, whatnot. Yep. Um, why the corn cob? <laughs> uh, food shortage. 
That's what it was. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. Okay. Sorry to ruin that for you, but that was that was. Yeah. So but that's that's also something is that band is really good with doing environmental work. So yeah, I think yeah. they oh, planted yeah. like a ton of fucking trees recently and stuff. Like they are all about the environment. So it makes sense with Caligula. The the name actually really makes sense to the yeah. amalgamation of stuff that they're trying to work on, and technically the amalgamation of problems that this world is facing. So mm-hmm. makes total sense to me. All right. So moving on, yeah. let's go to the fall of Troy. And how do you pronounce this? See, they 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 named it after their hometown. Right. So <laughs> I don't know Mur- if that's Mur- something. <laughs> is it like is it Mulket Earth? Like I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah, that's I, fine. I don't know. Just it's... look up for anyone. Don't look up that. Look up the Fall of Troy and look up the latest release. And that's yep, how that's, that's how you'll get to it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but like and yeah, for me, look, they're jammy post hardcore. You know what I mean? Yeah. They they do yeah. what they do and they do it well. So if you like that, you're going to like this album. If you don't like that, then you're not gonna like it. Yeah. So I've I've been I would say Fall of Troy is like one of my kind of in my roots of, you know, what got me into, you know, around, like around they're similar with Chiodos, you know. Sure. Um, Drop Dead Gorgeous era, you know, is kind oh, of yeah. something I listen to all the time. Um and I loved obviously loved the two first two, um, two or three, but there was that awkward pause in that album in like was it 2015 2016 just called yeah. okay yeah and it was just okay it wasn't <laughs> that good but um, um and like i don't know i kind of i figured they were just kind of gone because the okay album was it was for free um and like they they did no marketing like right. zero um this one they barely did any so I was kind of going into it like, oh god, this is going to be—it's going to feel rushed, sure, or it's going to feel bland and disconnected. But this is the first time that, like, I—it kind of brought me back to, like, their one of their first albums. Yeah. And no, no, I like I like this like a lot. Um, yeah, they're always technical, you know, yeah, like the goofy song yeah. titles are yeah. there. <laughs> yep. Um, makes me feel right at home. Exactly. Yeah, man, I. I really dug the high screams. Like I, I oh, very man, much, yeah. very much enjoyed it. So if anyone likes that kind of throwbacky, kind yeah. of post-hardcore vibe and stuff, then yep. yeah, you there gotta check this out. Yep, yep, for sure. Next up, we have Curses with Chapter Two Bloom on Sharp Tone. So this is a follow-up to Chapter One, which was called Introspect, and that was in 2017. Yeah. This is straight up metalcore. You know, dual, yeah, yeah. dual vocals, very similar to Saving Vice. You know, yep. both both do screaming and one does the cleans. It's not the exact same style as as screams as Saving Vice, yeah. but you know, I think they do this good. And to be quite honest, man, this is good straight through. Like I, I have no problem with this type of metalcore. I enjoy. I think they're all very talented, and yeah. I, I just don't know how much it'll stand out to people. Like I don't yeah, know if this will yeah. be on people's end of this, you know, end of the year list. But this is very well done. I just I didn't see a whole lot of, you know, we talked about sharp tone earlier. I didn't yeah. I didn't see a lot of press for it. I and I, I can't no, just no. blame them. But yeah, I thought we'd have I thought we'd have more people talking about it because I thought they did a very good job. Yeah, and you know the the screams on this album really stand out to me. Yeah, to me more than anything. 
they feel so, I don't know if I say strenuous, but good in a good way. Yeah. Like like there's a lot of passion. They they, they sound like they hurt. So yeah. And sometimes that's good. Yeah. Sometimes that's good to hear. Yeah. No, for sure. (laughs) So I would, I would recommend, I think this one went, uh, just my personal opinion. I think it went under the radar. So yeah, I hope yeah. people go listen to this, go listen to, cause I, I remember liking introspect if I'm not mistaken, yep. I believe we covered that on the show as well. Yep, we did. Yeah. And I remember liking it. So I think if anything, this is like an extra little update to that album, like they yep. the good production value, all that kind of stuff. So yeah, definitely go check this out next up. Now this is a band I found just based on how much I loved the front cover. Yeah. yeah. So this is called year of the knife. It's called Internal uh-huh. Incarceration. It's on Pure Pure Noise Records. It's hardcore yeah. or hardcore punk. This is a straight yeah. edge band. And this is just fucking bang your head. And I was listening to this in my office. And I think I said this about Knock Loose. Yeah. When yeah. when their album came out, I just wanted to hit things. I wanted to yeah. like <laughs> knock over cubicles and just run around and fucking spin kick things. And that's that's yeah, what I yeah. wanted to do. <laughs> yeah, it, it it's definitely a pure noise. They sound they sign these bands. It's and they're they're all over the map with their yes. I don't know who they select to sign, and they have a lot in this type of genre of just just thrash metal punk, um, almost like an old school vibe to it too. Sure. Um, yeah. But uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, it fits. I mean, it's. I wouldn't say it was my favorite release, but I don't have definitely don't have any complaints about it. No, no, I, I get that. And look, it's only gonna be for people that really like that thrashy hardcore sound. Yep. Like if you if you're not yeah, a hardcore yeah. fan, it doesn't have that extra bit of metalcore or anything like this. No. This is straight if you're up. You're looking for structure, punk. this isn't it. Yeah, no, that's not gonna it's not gonna happen. But <laughs> I just I just couldn't stop like the whole time, just like banging my fucking head. And I really I, I just fucking love that. And I need people to go look at the cover. Because yeah, I would good. seriously have that fucking if I just took that person who was in the house, if I took that yeah. out, I would have that fucking thing tattooed on me. Yep, yep. That was fucking badass. I don't know. That whole yeah. the the neck and I know you're an artist and everything with, with drawing yeah. and stuff, and that just I don't know. I just love yeah. the way that came Album out. Artworks are, like I don't I don't like to say that, but it is kind of a game changer for me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well look. I, I've honestly, I've had this conversation with people before. It's kind of a gimmick, but it's it's just fun. Is like people go, well, don't judge a book by its cover. It's like, well, that's why books have covers. Yeah, it's yeah. Like, I, it's not it's not saying that if a if a book has a bad a quote unquote bad cover yeah. that it's not a good book, but a really good cover gives you the opportunity to give that said book attention. And it's the same yeah. thing with movies, with movie posters, with TV shows, with music, yeah. obviously. That's just the way it is. If That's you get why my that attention, job title exists. Yeah. <laughs> if you get my fucking attention, then I'm going to give it a, a chance. And it was fucking great. So there yep. you go. Year of the Knife right there. Do it. <laughs> and then last, lastly, for the albums that we're going to talk about that came out, because I swear to fucking God, Dallas, I'm not talking about Stan, Stan Atlantic like they're any good because they're not. So fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually they're not terrible it's just i don't listen to taylor swift so i'm not gonna listen to taylor swift with guitars like it's not not what i want <laughs> anyways i know i'm gonna get shit for that but i don't care i like making jokes so <laughs> on to a band that is certainly not a joke we got misery signals with ultraviolet this is independently released 
And holy fucking shit, man. Yeah. I knew it was going to be good based on the singles that came out, but I didn't know it was going to be this fucking good. Yeah, yeah. This is this is a standout. There's no doubt about that. So just, I know I, I mentioned this like very briefly. This is their first album since Absent Light in 2013, mm-hmm. but it's the first with the original lineup since Of Malice and the Magnum Heart in 2004. And you can actually <laughs> hear some of Malice in this album. Yeah. They did not miss a beat. It's insane. Yeah. I had to go back to listen to those as well. So yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. And that's another thing too. If, if you're a metalcore fan, or even if you're not a metalcore fan, you're like metalcore sucks. Like that fucking loser that we talked about (laughs) earlier, go listen to that album and tell me that doesn't hold up to today. Tell me it doesn't. It's ridiculous. (laughs) So make sure for sure. Go listen to this. Everything's on point. It's like they never left, and it's just it's a dynamic metalcore album that is just straight up melodic metalcore. Mm-hmm. And yep. there's nothing wrong with that when you do it so fucking right. And that's what they did. And I, I can't that's gonna be on my album of the year list and stuff. Like it's mm-hmm. just it's too fucking good. Yep. So once again, okay. Now we did say we wanted to highlight some albums that we didn't get a chance to to talk about because oh, we boy. haven't we haven't had this show for such a long time so we're gonna go over some of these <laughs> this is gonna be i'm laughing this is gonna get bumpy. we're starting with the band that we talked yep. about all right are you okay with this yep. okay i'm ready we are gonna talk about broadside into yep. the raging sea on sharp tone right by the way we are really pimping Sharp Tone Records today. Oh my god, yeah. Lots of Sharp Tone. And I think there's still, there might be one more left if I'm not mistaken. I could be wrong. Yeah, I think I'm wrong on that one. Forget it. So, Broadside is what I would call pussy alternative pop. <laughs> <laughs> this oh, is man. 11 tracks, and I will say no intros, no nothing. So that that's a good part about it. But I, I, wanna, I don't want to bury or bury the lead here. Hurry. Yeah, I don't want to bury the lead here, Dave. Yeah. I just hear set it off. This is the really? new set it off. Yep. Oh man. Oh man. <laughs> so Damn. go ahead. Uh, Dave, if oh, you man. I swear to God, if you fuck with me on this, because I have to I have to lay this out for everybody. You texted me and told me, okay, we're doing broadside, right? And I, I was like, well, in my yeah. head I was like, no. Why would we do this? And <laughs> then I text you. I was like, oh, I get I get the bit because I listened to yeah, it again. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get the bit. I see what we're doing. And you were like, yeah, yeah. but do you? And I was like, you motherfucker. <laughs> I will kill you. Oh, no. So, Dave, oh, go, no. go ahead. Lay it on us. What's the big swerve here? I enjoy this album, Ian. You suck. That's it. Having kids, having kids I, has ruined your brain. Yeah. Listen, I disliked. Their previous album, I okay. I hated it. Well, um, I I get it. Now you didn't you didn't theory, hate, I think you, it ruined the band. You but, didn't hate old bones though. No, no, okay. no, I did not. So it, you hated their you hated parrot. I I forget now. I I had them on the I, show. It, it, victory yeah, victory really album. fucked me. Yeah, it's a yeah, side story. It's bad album. Like it is. I it, it, it wrote me off from them. Um, okay. Except so, for puzzle pieces though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Puzzle Pieces was that. a good song. Yep. Okay. There's another hidden gem on there, but yeah, yes. But Old Bones is obviously what 
that's what the game that started everything. Actually, so, I followed them when they first uploaded um, the uh, their first single that was ever come out came out. I forget what it was. I don't but, know off the top of my head. So that introduced me to them. Second album shut me down. I so, mean, to a point where I didn't even want to. I wouldn't even like listen to a single if it came out. But I didn't hate it. I, I thought it was okay. So this album. It yep. is, it's definitely, um, it's not broadside. No, I think it's not. Um, I think it's more of an emotional album no. than previous. You I don't, don't think agree. so. No, they had <laughs> not, not compared to old bones. No old bones. Yes. Yeah. I'll give you, there's the sound of old bones though is as hard for me to take anything pop two to heart i guess um the pop punk and old vibe. bones okay yeah yeah it's hard for me to like really like hear like yeah, i don't know any type of emotion um even though there's there are some parts in old bones that do i mean they they are i mean they, they exist you want slower power chords over cliched lines is that what now, you're looking for <laughs> i there is there's a couple duds on the, the new album a couple I would. There's nine. I would. There are nine. nine. There are nine. (laughs) (laughs) Oh man! So we differ on broadside. Yes. And I I think the rest of the the rest of the albums could get even bumpier. Oh wow! Okay. And man, it's gonna be a roller coaster. But uh, (laughs) wait, wait. So you're telling me you're telling. So hold on. So you're telling me by the second track, I said, "Oh no," because. I thought they were applying, well, to me, they applied Dave's theory of we're going to put out a good single yeah, that is completely different from the album. So they put out the Raging, Raging Sea, is. and yeah. that's not a bad song. It's not no, broadside. No, it's, not. it's not broadside, but it's not a bad yes. song. But then- it's almost post-hardcore, yeah. Eh, I go more alternative almost. rock, but I, I, yeah. I get you. I get you. But that second track, Foolish Behavior, is garbage. <laughs> Honestly, the the whole thing about like they wanted to make a name for themselves, they want to be remembered, that to me was the sellout point. Was that song is showing exactly what this band wants to be, which is set it off. <laughs> this band is the same exact it's the same exact trajectory of set it off. <laughs> and we come back to set it off. I can't help oh, it. They, they sound so much this album is almost identical. <laughs> It's almost identical. I don't even know what to say. <laughs> it was ninety-four. It was ninety-four degrees outside uh, last week or so when I was listening yeah. to this album, and I was yeah. on the fourth track, "Nights Alone." Yeah. And the lyrics were so douchey that I automatically got chills in ninety-four degree weather. <laughs> I, there was a line about listening to the radio, and I was like, "Who yeah. the fuck listens to the radio?" He was talking about getting his girlfriend naked and then they were going to listen to the radio and have sex or whatever. It was so douchey. I expected that song to be written by I the Mighty. <laughs> well, they're not going to write any more songs. So. Hopefully not. Hopefully not. But I'm just like, look, I think Ollie, I think Ollie has a great voice. I think he has a unique voice. And I think the band is talented. Yeah. But to me, this is that album to transition into. We are going to make 
very, very basic music for basic people, and we're going to get a lot of money for doing it. We're going to be on that Set It Off tour. That's that's what this was to me. See, it's so funny, dude. I, I'm not going to spoil it. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to I it. I know which one okay. you're probably going to talk about. I know we're going to get to it, okay? <laughs> but, um, <laughs> oh, man. So, yeah, I, I, I enjoyed this album, and hey, I, I got nothing else. I mean, that's it. I don't think I've ever told someone not to listen to an album, even terrible albums. I have been yep. like, look, you got to make your own decision. So go ahead yep. and do it. Like I said, I'm just, I'm not mad. I'm disappointed. I'm disappointed. I'm not, <laughs> there's so much talent there. And instead, yeah. we got into the Raging Sea. Now, did you, listen, did you listen to the member that left and start that band, started Never Kept? Did yeah. You, did you get to listen to that? Yeah, but a long time ago, though. Okay, okay. I didn't, I didn't know if you got to revisit it at all. But if they got new I, stuff, I, I will listen to it. They, they only have two singles out, so. Yeah, that's what I thought. Yeah, no, mm-hmm. I, I would like to listen to more of it, but I need mm-hmm. the singles. But look, like I said, yeah. that probably, I don't know. Maybe I'll listen to the next Broadside album. Maybe I won't. We'll see. All right, all right. We'll see. Fair I can't enough. wait. I can't wait for the Set It Off and Broadside tour. <laughs> Set it up, Broadside, I the Mighty. What other bands went from post-hardcore pop punk to oh. straight up pop? We're getting there. Yeah, oh, Amorosa. <laughs> we'll put Amorosa oh. on that list. There's another uh, one you're forgetting, but we'll get there. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. All right. Yeah, we'll get to it. Next up, we got Creeper with Sex, Death, and the Infinite Void. This is on Roadrunner, which still blows my mind. But oh my god, yeah. <laughs> Roadrunner. This is goth, indie, rock, Brit pop. I would say. Uh, so there's 16 tracks, but there's an intro, a poem, a poem, an interlude, and a poem. So I'm going to say 16 minus 5 equals 11. So there are 11 yeah. tracks on this album. Yes, it is. And Man, it's, it's a... <laughs> Go ahead. You, you, I don't know. You start. I, 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 know, I, know, I know my opinion on the album, but there's so many directions to go here. Right. So you just, right. you, you, you get going. So once again, it's a concept album. Yeah. So this is like a doomed apocalyptic romance yeah. type of thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I'm I'm completely fine with that. That's that's a a well worn story, but it still doesn't mean that it can't be done well. Uh, my mm-hmm. my main issue, I think, would be can someone use a name other than Annabelle for something? <laughs> yeah. I don't know why Annabelle <laughs> is used for everything. Like for me, if yeah. you say Annabelle, I think Alisana. Or Alisana, sorry, Alisana. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think yeah. Alisana. They they have not yeah. only have they put multiple stories together using Annabelle as a main character, they also wrote a fucking book and had Annabelle. Yeah, yeah. So maybe people shouldn't yeah. use Annabelle anymore. That's just my yeah. my, my opinion. But this yeah. is like uh, very anthemic. Uh, it is almost hipster at times, I would say. Uh, it actually, uh, maybe you'll hear this a little bit to me. It reminded me of the drastic change that Aiden made, you know, with yeah. their third, with their third album, Convictions. This kind of looked the same. Yeah, it, it's very. Oh, it's very. <laughs> like if you if you watch him do interviews, sometimes he's got like a glass yeah. of wine, <laughs> stuff. Mm-hmm. He's just like swirling it around. Yeah, but I will say, I like this. I don't like yeah, every song. Do. Yeah, I, I don't do. like every song. It's not a masterpiece to me. But no, there no. are some really great fucking Brit pop yeah. copy tracks. 
it, it's so out of our it's really out of our wheelhouse really and we both enjoy it um yeah if you do something they're well they're kind of in the scene but they're not i mean right. they're really this is like it could be in like a soundtrack to so many halloween movies like like the his voice like it just yes. like is this in like a halloween movie like it's what it feels like well it's, he has he has that like nick cave uh what do you call it nick cave also wait who's the lead singer of aiden I always uh, I forget that Francis William. Yeah. Well, um, yeah. Beckett. Yeah. Or yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you know, they're very gothy, very cure ish sometimes, yep. you know, yeah. but that's, that's generalization. But in, but you know what? I even hear this. And I don't know if you do as well, but I hear Gerard way in there. Sometimes oh, yeah. I hear my definitely character. like, uh, born cold, the uh, born cold song is, uh, it's so my Kim related almost like it feels like just like it would fit on one of their albums. To be quite honest, I could have seen if My Chem had continued on for another album. Yep. This would be the type of direction they would go. Definitely. So yeah, I, I liked it. I didn't like I said, didn't like every single song, but like for instance, I you know, Annabelle, the the yeah. track for Annabelle. I love that part where the music kind of stopped and it said, God has left the building. That was just a great like turn yeah. there. There was just there's yep. something that they did on a lot of songs. Um, all my friends was mm-hmm. like crazy. Such a that, good song. Yeah, and it's it's simple, but you can tell yep. there's a lot of pain behind mm-hmm. it. And yeah, man, it's just I don't know. He has a way. I know they love being artists and stuff. You know, I'm I'm sure they're very all very hipster about all that stuff. But, oh yeah. And and look, when I saw them at I'm Warped, sure I'm sure we have nothing in common with these people. No, except for like I love I love the idea of being goth. I could just never pull it off. A six five jock doesn't normally get to pull off being goth, but I love the idea of it. But like I saw them on Warp Tour and they weren't good. But you can't blame a band for not being good on Warp Tour. On Warp Tour, you're you give credit to the bands that are good because they're able to be good there, and it's like extra credit. You there? Hey, there you are. There you are. There you are. What happened? I don't know. That's very strange. Uh, talking about get golf music and you're gone. <laughs> yeah, I made a comment about Warp Tour. Did you hear that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard you saw them at Warp Tour, and I and I was gonna say I remember you telling me it rained and they didn't play Black Rain. Uh, the song about Black Rain, <laughs> and you were upset. Very true. Very true. But yeah. Anyway, so we got through that. Well, I'll. I guess I have to edit that part out at some point. But yeah, man, I I liked it. Like I said. Not my, you know, I I don't know if I would put it above eternally. I uh, I don't know. It's a tough one. But this is, I think this was meant to be a polarizing album. Yeah. And this is almost my, I don't know, it was a former introduction to the band. So this is probably going to be my favorite album. Oh, um, okay. And yeah, there's one, there's only one song on the album I say I can write off that I don't like. But other than that, like all of them, they they stick in your head pretty good. Yeah, and it's different. I'm not expecting every metalhead no. or something to like this. No. I I mean, you and I happen to like a a wide spectrum of what the scene yeah. really is. So I don't expect people to go like, oh wow, Ian and Dave said to listen to this. This must be you know like head banging, yeah. yeah, you know, sick yeah. stuff. Yeah, it's not. That's not what it is. It's like I said at the beginning. It's what I say: goth indie rock Britpop. 
And if you don't like that, then you're probably not going to like this, but give it a spin anyways. I mean, if you're a Spotify user, you're get, you get it for free technically. So why yeah. not just take, take a risk, you know? Yep. Yeah. It, it's, I, you know, as much as I think it's polarizing, I've yet to talk to anyone who didn't like it. Right. Like really like it too. So, yeah. um, it maybe, maybe it'll be a favorite for everyone who knows who knows yeah no some great some great lines in there too some really catchy hooks and stuff they are very very adept at doing that i think they have one yeah. one line that i really liked it was when when the world wants to make you sad or when life wants to make you sad go take a chance i don't know i i fucking butchered it forget yeah. it don't listen to me i'm a fucking idiot but i put it somewhere <laughs> i really like that line i wrote it down somewhere yeah, yeah. but Listen to yep. the album and you'll find which one I'm talking about anyways. All right. Next up, we have If I Die First, My Poison Arms, and it's an independent EP. Now, this is screamo, post-hardcore, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And this project, <laughs> yeah. this has this features Travis Richter of From First uh-huh. to Last fame. So, obviously, I'm going to – and a ton of other bands, but I always – you know, From First to Last one of my favorite all-time bands. So, I'm obviously going to yep. listen to it if Travis is in it. But then it has Little Lotus, Zubin, and I have no idea how to say that name, N-E-D-A-R-B, <laughs> Nadarb, Nadarb, <laughs> yeah. as well as the bassist and drummer of Ghostmane. Yeah. So – now, I have only heard of Little Lotus recently because of this band. Yeah. I tried to listen to whatever – I forget what label is promoting something he's doing. It is not for me. No. I do not Adam like – Adam Driver, you mean? This is Adam Driver. <laughs> That's who this is. So it's definitely not for me. I, I do not <laughs> like emo rap. I do not like emo trap. I only like regular emo music. I don't like rapping yeah. most of the time. To- most of the time. Uh, but this yep. is not rap. This is screamo post hardcore, and these it guys is. fucking know what they're doing. Yeah, this is this is like great. Like I didn't expect it when I saw the lineup because I'm yeah. kind of like you. I didn't really, I don't really like uh, Little Lotus or no. Adam Driver or Ghostmane. Um, yeah, yep. or uh, I didn't know Kylo Ren got all those face tats. Uh, <laughs> if only he did, I might like Star Wars. I know, right? Dude, it, it's creepy how much they look alike. Don't forget that Tyler, that Tyler from Saving Vice, looks like Kylo Ren as well. Yes, he does. Yeah, it's see, two of them. It's over. It's everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> no, but this is great. Um, I I really enjoy it. Nikki hates it. Um, what? Yeah, she she doesn't like the Queens. When are you gonna? Dude, divorce she doesn't her? like the Queens. What? <laughs> she there's a, there's a scene like a there's a vocal style she doesn't agree with. Uh, same crazy. thing with the guy from uh, Osatia that what? you covered. Doesn't like Alex. It's, it's, uh, that's crazy. I, yeah, she doesn't. She doesn't like that. That pitch. And uh, okay. It's it's you can kind of hear it in this too, and uh, I enjoy it. But I fucking love it. This is this is old school two thousands stuff. Yep. This and is it. By the way, it never went away either. Like no, I see a no. lot of people going like, oh, I. I listen to this it takes me all the way back when i used to listen to this style of music i was like why do you ever stop yeah i've never stopped listening to this style of music like why did you stop doing it so it's just cool to have another band once again with the long titles and i love the screams i love the highs i love everything they even have the haunting acoustic track at the end like it's so 
perfect. Like they followed everything. Even their merch looks like yeah. it's out of so 2004. So what do you do? What do you do when your side project takes over? You know, like this is probably going to do better than anything they've no, done. No, dude, you're forgetting, man. Emo trap rock, whatever rap, hip hop, whatever the fuck is huge. Oh, it's I huge. Knew. This is a side project for a reason. I hope it takes over <laughs> their priorities. I I hope so. Well, I know they're working on the next EP already. Good. So I mean. Look, I I love I love this. You know, there's even the very short opening track is worth listening to because yeah. not yeah. really an intro. It's just it really gets you into the mood. Really awesome screams. I mean, this is everything I love. I would recommend for people that are on the fence listen to uh, burying a, a parent. I fucking <laughs> love I love that track. And dude, I have to make fun of alt alt press for a second. Because yeah. this is one of the smaller bands, to, or quote unquote smaller bands, that they have decided to promote because of yeah. everything that's been happening to them. And I think the headline for this article, this interview thing that they did, was uh, like post hardcore, post hardcore screamo bridges the gap between emo, <laughs> trap, hip hop, or whatever. And it's like yeah. just because you brought someone in from that group is not bridging the gap. There are no emo trap uh you know there's none of there's none of that yeah, shit yeah. in this so you're not bridging any yeah. gap there you fucking idiots like all press no, just no. does not even when they are on the right track they still fuck it up yep yeah so, that's what they're good at yeah i look i love everything travis richter does so i would recommend everyone go out and listen to this because this is one of those bands that i want to keep around i want them to do very well and keep fucking making music because it is fucking great yep i agree all right next up we've got slaves with to better days on sbg this is 13 tracks with one intro track the intro track was relatively interesting because they put all the stuff together like lines from Mm -hmm. the other tracks into it obviously i've also talked about this with Matt and Colin when I did a episode with them again where they came on and they talked all about this album. So I've been listening to this album for a couple months. That's why I don't put it as like a new release because even though it came out on Friday, it's, I mean, I've been listening to it nonstop. So I consider it something that's been out for yeah. a while. But this is alternative rock, post-hardcore with pop electronic elements in it. And this is for anyone that doesn't know, this is the first Slaves album without Johnny Craig. Um, and if you didn't know, uh, this is also the last time that they'll be using the name Slaves. Yep. They've got another name that they're lining up right now, you know, with everything that's been going on. And it, it's been something that people have brought up for years. We talked about this on the show as well, that, yeah. you know, it's hard to talk about this style of name, especially when you're coming from you know, this point of view and stuff. So it always dealt with drug use and everything. But when you talk to people about it, they're not, when you hear slaves, you're not thinking about that. You're thinking about all the atrocities in the past and stuff. So anyways, they're going to change their name. uh, And this is the first one with Matt McAndrew as the actual lead vocalist to it. Mm -hmm. And I got, dude, I love this fucking album. And I think this is Mm -hmm. where you're going to say you don't like it is what my guess is but i i just didn't know i i was worried that you thought set it off was gonna headline okay this isn't even (laughs) close you son of a bitch 
How dare you even even compare those bands? Oh man, like I I swear, Ian, I'm not I'm not I'm not fucking with you. Okay, <laughs> like I listen to this, I'm like, I'm I spit like, out my beer. By the way, when you said that, I'm like, I'm like <laughs> there's no fucking way Ian likes this. I, that's what I thought. What? Like I didn't even. I'm like, that's the first thing I thought of, and I'm like, shit. He likes it. <laughs> Dude, every Dude. every song's a fucking hit. Every it, song, every every lick, every it's post hardcore it's post hardcore alternative music I instrumentation. This, this is gonna this is gonna cut you so deep in. Oh it's okay. my god. I'm, I'm ready. I'm ready to bleed, baby. Go. This is pop. <laughs> it's pop. This it's is pop part, music. It's part pop music, yes. It's and that's heavily. why but you heard you heard what I said. I did say it has pop elements to it. It is it. It is. It well, is then, okay. But hold on. Rock well, then, wait, wait. So then you're telling me that Beautiful Death was pop? I would say, I mean, Beautiful Death I liked, but I didn't love. Um, See, I love that album. It's it's different. Uh, also, different subject matter, I think. Yes, um, yes, definitely lots of different subject matter. Yep. It's, it's a different perspective because you know Johnny and sure. Beautiful Death, and it. it it does. It's more fitting, I guess. This felt like it's. I don't want to say what I want. I know. Say. I know what you want to say. I will say. I want to say Maroon I, Five. No, get out of get the <laughs> fuck out of here. This this sounded very genuine to me. the The whole entire album sounded very genuine. I thought they they were able to hook lines that you wouldn't normally hear. I think, dude, like I like I do, is my life in a song. And I it's, said that I said that in the interview. It's not even that it's pop. Like I don't think it's my problem because I, I, I do like like hints of pop. Obviously, I like the broadside album. You like broadside, so songs. it's not it's not that I have a problem with it. It's it's more or less I feel like I've heard this. Um, Where and on the radio? No, it's and not. <laughs> it's exactly what it feels like. And it's maybe this is one, one other one I I went in wanting to like too much i don't know it's it's possible maybe i need more time and i might i might come around it's not that the pop's a problem i I was just shocked that you liked it um heavily pop i mean it's his vocal style is so different too that you know i well look when i heard them do the live streaming show i was actually under Mm -hmm. the impression that they were going to do this album to better days front to back but they didn't okay they only did a few songs off the album and then played the hits, basically. So that's good. But you know what's crazy? Matt can pull off what Johnny does. Yeah, he yeah, can, yeah. He can do it. He has that range to be able to do it. I don't know, man. I thought I understand why you're laying on the pop thing. I believe me, I definitely understand it. <laughs> but I am such an open person that I don't like everything that. I don't like every track or every album that a band yeah. puts out who's been on the show. So yeah, yeah. It, it's not – So, and I've been very open about that. I was ready. I even said it during the interview. I was ready to tell them this isn't good. Like I don't like this or you know what I – I would never yeah. just go this isn't good. We'd have a conversation about a different yeah. direction that they took or whatever. But I didn't see this as a different direction for them. I saw this as – now you've got a different perspective from Matt 
into his own life and what he's gone through. So you don't have the same thing as Johnny, but you have someone who can still riff. And actually, to me, they had more instruments or more rock post-hardcore, if you want to say it, than Beautiful Death did. So for for you to be so much that it's so pop is is just a little bit surprising to me because it is, but Beautiful Death, I think, had more of that in there. It had more electronics. Maybe. The electronic stuff in To Better Days was the uh, the weird vocal thing that they did, mm-hmm. the trills that they did throughout the album. And I brought that up on the show too because that was something that I'm not used to. That's a pop world thing that they brought yeah. into there. But if you took that that part out, I think you'd still have a rock album. Maybe. I, I, I think I need a solid month <laughs> with this album for me well, to- Well, I had two, so- To come around. I'm not there. Sure. I'm obviously not close- and it's not that it's not. I mean, I I, I don't know if his his vocals are obviously awesome. way different than. I mean, but they're awesome. Like I, I clearly tell he's more elite than most. So, yes. right. um, there's no denying that. It's just when I listen to it, I still get that feeling that you know this could be on the radio if I change it. Yeah, but I think you're forgetting that I think a lot of things could be on the radio if the radio played music. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, so I mean, it's, I don't know. Time, time will tell. Every track is a hit besides the intro. Like, le- legitimately, they could put every single track out and it will be a hit. I would say, on once again, if you're a metalhead and that's all you like, then you're not going to like this for sure. But yeah. if you're looking for insightful music that has really great hooks and instrumentship or musicianship, whatever you want to say, and can really make a popular rock song, then this is the album to listen to. And I will listen to Like I Do because I haven't heard those. Like That's one of the reasons why I love one of my all-time favorite songs is from Beautiful Death, The Pact, because The Pact Mm -hmm. is such an honest song from Johnny's point of view. I see Matt as doing like I do as his The Pact. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. And that yeah. kind of music speaks to me because of how well it, it explains my life. So mm-hmm. I think that just – that whole thing because I remember I was texting like the the band, you know, their press sent me the copy yeah. of the album and I listened straight through – you know, I listened to it straight through a couple times and then I texted Colin and I said, hey, man – I just heard the album, you know, and talked to him about it. And I had mentioned, like I do, before it was actually a single because I was so blown away and I was really surprised that they put it out as a signal as a single because yeah, yeah. of how open it was and how many times they say fucking it as well. So that was yeah. that was a little bit different. But I can understand, I kind of figured that this was gonna be the one that you and I disagreed on. What's funny is yeah. both albums with the most pop elements are the ones that you and I disagreed with the most. I know, that's, that's, that's so weird. <laughs> that's why music's so fucking great. And that's the other thing too is I it's don't- It's so hard to explain too. That's, I think it's, it's just like, a, it's, it's such a personal preference. Like yeah. it's- Yeah, and I don't hate explain? you. Like, you know what I mean? Like if we were to put our opinions of this album on Twitter- yeah, we would be destroyed because <laughs> people can't 
abide by someone having a different opinion of them on music. And it's such a no, weird, no. weird dynamic. So it's just, it it's so strange. So I would recommend it, it. I understand you wouldn't recommend it, but I do think if you <laughs> gave it some more listens, I think you'd come around. I will. I will. <laughs> it's still on my phone. I didn't erase it yet for that reason. Okay. Gotcha. Well, I just got my brand new vinyl. So I oh, got to listen to that. Song. I saw that. I saw the beauty. Yeah, it is. And I also have that mixtape, that really cool cassette thing that opens up into a USB drive. Like that's yeah. that's pretty fucking that's cool. Pretty cool. Yeah, I, I like that. So anyways, all right. So moving on, we're going to move on to our Spotlight EP. We'll call it Spotlight EP, Spotlight Album. Yeah. Yep. And I finally learned how to pronounce this band's name yes. from the band themselves. <laughs> so they spell it S apostrophe E F F O R C E R. And you, you pronounce it Sa Forcer. S U H. Sa Forcer. It's a French word. Yeah. Don't hold it against them. But it's, it's pronounced Sa Forcer. <laughs> and it's an EP called Lifeless on We Are Triumphant. And it's actually, this is an early review because it's actually coming out mm-hmm. this Friday. So I'm hoping to have this out on Thursday, probably, is my guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then, yeah, you'll be able to listen to this, hopefully, and then listen to the album, or listen to the album, because I'll be promoting it, and then come back, and you'll hear this, and you'll hear us talk about it. Yep. But it is six tracks. One is an interlude. You know I'm not a huge fan of that, especially just because I, you know, I'm not even a fan of interludes in full-length albums. So yeah. that that's w- my one issue with it. But this band, this is actually a follow-up to their previous album, which was oh, called that we covered. Yep, in 2017, called Survive Discover. And I believe if yep. I'm not mistaken. Oh, oh wow. Wow, man. We have been going for almost three hours. <laughs> I believe we gave that favorable reviews, correct? Oh, it was on our it was at the end of the year. We both had it on our list. That's right. We've been carrying this flag. Yes. For years now. I have not been able to pronounce their name for over three years. No, and- we were carrying the damn flag, weren't we? <laughs> we definitely were. So I am very happy because this is a smaller band who I think should be extremely big. I, I don't know what's holding this yeah. band back. I'm hoping that being a part of We Are Triumphant now because they were independent back when that album came out. But oh, now yeah. with this EP, I'm hoping that We Are Triumphant is able to do for them what they've done for a lot of smaller bands, which is basically build them up huge and then they can go off and and be the band that they also want to be. You know, without yep. either without a label or with a with another label. So yep. I, I hope the best for them for sure. Uh this is a progressive melodic metalcore slash hardcore band, a little gent in there as well. Yeah, and yeah. now tell me I'm not tell me I'm wrong on this, but do you hear Garrett from Silent Planet? Yeah, I think maybe that's maybe one of my bigger notes of this band in general. Yeah. You know, I just it fits so well in that genre that you want to call metalcore, but it's not. I mean, right. It's, right. it's a little, a little bit of spice of everything in there, and it's, it's definitely on a different level. Yeah. You know, I, I remember, I remember us reviewing the the previous release, and when we said how great the production was there, and oh, it was so good here. Yeah, and it's so even good. better now. So, it, um, yeah, it's. Definitely going to be on the end of the year list. Probably again. I mean, even though it's an EP, yep. um, the EPs just mean there's more to come. So yeah, it's going to be on the best EPs list for sure. 
on there with if I die, you know, if I die, ah, if yeah. I die first. Once again, yeah. wow, I have been talking all day and now this is finally catching up to me. But yeah, it's <laughs> the other thing too is this is a very socially conscious band. So it also has that tie in to Silent Planet as well, where you can actually really hear in the lyrics what they're talking about. They're talking about mental health. They're talking about historical events, historical atrocities. They're talking about real life things that affect us as well. And, you know, it's not it's not putting down other bands that, you know, talk about relationships and stuff like that. But this is different. This is what you have to know. This is a different this is a different style of being in the scene. And they do it just so well. And the instrumentation, it fills every space. And it just it gives you this overwhelming experience sometimes of just hearing all the different dynamics of the extremely strong vocals. I mean, yep. and I think I you either call it like Quay, I think, or Key. Huh? It's it's one yeah. of those two. But his vocal performance on this is just insane. And like I said, he sounds like Garrett Russell. We all love yeah. Garrett Russell's vocals. And he's just doing he's just going all out. There's so much passion in it. There's lots of dynamics and diversity in what he's yeah, where, doing. Like, as where well. are these guys out of? I think it's New York. I was, I was Small kind of town curious, New York. You know. All right. Okay, because if sometimes you hear, especially with the band name, it almost felt like they could have been, you know out of the states yeah, um right so i, I was kind of wondering on that when i was when, I, when i've listened to them in the past too yeah no this is this is new york for sure they're kind of it like i said this is a band kind of out of nowhere so mm-hmm. even though we've been following them for a while i think this is going to be the thing that really puts them on the map it better i i really think it should for sure yeah and like i said they have way more intricate lyrics than i'm dead inside you know what i mean like it's you actually have to look like when you can rhyme iconoclast with something, yeah. that's showing you this band put a lot of thought <laughs> into their lyrics. <laughs> Talk about more than just the undertow. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what a reference. What a reference. So, yeah, man, it's just the lows are low. Uh, technically, they've got this music locked up as well, and they weave so many different elements that they just, I don't know. They take this metalcore thing to a higher level. And like I said, it's not that metalcore straight up is bad at any, by any means. But when you're able to do something like this, it just adds something extra that works because of the band that's doing it. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, they were doing even something extra on the previ- previous release. So, I mean, they've just put a staple on that and did it even better. So, yeah. Looking forward to it. No, definitely one of the best EPs of the year. I think everyone should definitely look, like actually really look for this. I think before, in order to find them, you had to put the apostrophe in and stuff. I think now yeah. if you just go S-E-F-F or whatever, it'll show up on socials. So make sure you check this out. Support this band. You know, they have Bandcamp Fridays. I, I don't know if it's every Friday, but whenever they announce that Bandcamp mm-hmm. is giving all of the proceeds to the artist, you know, they're, t- they're taking out their 15% fee or whatever. Make sure you get this so that they get all the money. And, you know, it's just, yeah, yeah, this band definitely deserves it. It's a smaller band that deserves to be much bigger. I would love to see them on a big nationwide tour. I'd like to see them do some production and do a streaming show. I know that costs Mm -hmm. a lot, you know, that costs a fair amount of money. But I think this band has that connection with a crowd. And I think they would really, I don't know, man, there's just so much passion 
it'd be it'd be fucking mm-hmm. great to see this. So I would highly recommend that. Uh, this Seforcer, Lifeless on We Are Triumphant, and also another band with a very cool album cover. Oh yeah, another cool. I mean, they they two releases with two album covers that I've been a fan of. I mean, that's that's a seller point for me, buddy. It's crazy. It's absolutely yep. crazy. So yeah, man. I think I think we're good for album reviews there. Uh, that wow, that was a long that was a long one. <laughs> <laughs> so I think now I think we'll finish up with an uh, with a segment that we haven't done for a while called Breakdown from the Past. And oh boy, yeah, I'm gonna switch it up because this is the album that I used to not like, and for some yep. reason I gave it another shot, and I enjoy it a lot more now. It's mm-hmm. called Collision Course. And it's the Linkin Park and Jay-Z collaboration. Now, I'm not sure they actually got together to do anything. Yeah. I think these were producers. that I could be wrong. But they put a bunch of Jay-Z songs together with Linkin Park. And sometimes they switched with music it was. And there are just there's six tracks. And there are some just really well done, like combinations mm-hmm. of the two. And it's just interesting of how well Linkin Park's music and this is early Linkin Park, obviously. This is, you know, yeah, this is yeah. uh, why am I? I don't know what hybrid theory. And I don't think yeah. any, I don't think any Meteora is in this. So I think it's just hybrid theory. And it's just really well done, and it's a fun listen. It just really is. Yeah. So that's my breakdown from the past. Yeah. Were you were you able to do one? I know I kind of sprung that on you late. Oh, Ian, I'm always about <laughs> a breakdown from the past, no matter <laughs> no matter what. Okay, I'm there. Gotcha. So. Let me ask you, Ian. Have you been on the band Isotopes before? You cut out at the beginning of that. Do you say, have you heard of a band called Isotopes? Yes. Isotopes. Yes. I want to... The only Isotopes I always remember is from The Simpsons. So (laughs) go ahead. Tell me about them and maybe something will click. So Isotopes... So this is off... There's a song called Hurt I used to listen to all the time in 2016. Okay. Okay. So this band, like, they're really under radar, um, fly under. They they recently had a, a flicker on social media again in 2019, but I don't know what the status of the band is. Okay. <laughs> like, when you type them in on Apple Music, sometimes you find them, sometimes you don't. <laughs> okay. um, I don't know if you can, like, can't, like, if you're in charge of your own iTunes, can you disable and bring it back? I don't know. But gotcha. it keeps popping up. This song keeps popping up on my recently added. Before this reason, I don't know. Yep. And I'm like, I don't know why a song from 2016 keeps popping up as my most recently added. But it's got to be for a reason. And it had to be because Breakdown from the Past was coming. Yeah, I'll have to check it out then. That'd be All right. it, only, it, only made, it only made sense, right? What what type of music are they again? Uh, something like a post-hardcore Um it shit you and I like. That's what that's what it nice. is. <laughs> <laughs> then good. Then I'll probably like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. For Very sure. cool, man. That's awesome. All right. Isotopes. Got it. All right. Yeah. Well, I think we're we're almost at three hours. <laughs> yeah, I think we're there. Way longer than I thought we were gonna go, but I know when we get in <laughs> tangents and we have so much to talk about that it just it happens. So do you have anything that you would like to plug? Plugs. Oh man. You know what, Ian? What do you got? You 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 do you do the plugs because I'm just gonna plug your show and we're on. <laughs> I'm on the show, so I don't have anything else to even plug anymore. Oh, okay. Um, you wait. How many how many 
you have one more episode coming out this week? I two? might. Well, with this episode, it'll be two. But then I'm also doing another interview with a band we talked about on the show today. Set it off? <laughs> yep, you guessed it. <laughs> it's my favorite band, Set It Off. <laughs> what a plot twist. If uh, you ever like one of their albums, I will never. I liked Horrible Kids. <laughs> Horrible Kids EP. I'll never, I'll never let it go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. So I have, a, I have a lot coming out. And that's after... Kind of not taking a hiatus because I never left. It was just, I've really been very selective with the bands that I'll have on Ian's Untitled Scene Show and then getting in touch with people. Like, I I could talk music just by myself, but that's not fun. You know what I mean? Like, I, I like having you on the show. I like having Jackson on the show. Like, to bounce things off of and make jokes and have a differing opinion sometimes. Like, that's what's fun to me. So the interview shows, I just, I had one band cancel four times in a row and it pissed me off so much that I got super (laughs) jaded and I was like, this band is good, but how dare they think that their time is more precious than mine? Like it was just, it made me (laughs) so fucking angry because my show is dedicated to promoting for free your band yeah so why would you dick me around and when i say cancel four times i'm not talking about like oh yeah hey i want to set up this day and they're like oh no i'm sorry i can't do that day what about this day i'm talking about legitimately setting up a date and a time showing up for it and having them not answer or not call four times on four different days yeah so it's just like well fuck you like you try and you try and help the press out you know because it's not their fault so yeah, you're yeah. trying to help their management and press out by not like being like, what the fuck is going on? Why? You know, you're just like, okay, well, I'm not going to waste my time anymore no, no, with doing no. this. Like I've had much, much bigger bands on the show than this band. Yeah. So yeah. it is what it is. But I really only want to have bands on the show that I like, which I've always done. It's just I'm not pushing myself to try and get an album out every week because like I said, there are all these other shows now that just try and copy everything that I'm doing. And a lot of bands, they're just doing their own shows. So why would I want them on my show either? Yeah, yeah. I know you keep pushing to get I Set My Friends on Fire on here, but Ian, <laughs> their time, they're, they're recording six albums right now. You, you're killing me because you just brought up something I forgot to talk about. <laughs> oh, no. Why has no one... Talk to them about being fucking liars. They have lied for since since before the show even started. They lied about sh- about albums coming out. How many didn't they sign to Tragic Hero like three yeah, years ago and say they were going to release like two albums per year or some bullshit? Yeah. And we still have not had any albums. The only album that came out was Astral Rejection. That was yeah, it. And that wasn't something that they had recorded recently. That was from the past. Yeah. yeah. I just I hate bands uh-huh. that lie. I've never I've mm-hmm. never seen a band get away with lying over and over again and people still giving them a shadow of a doubt. Yeah, I don't I think maybe they they might have forgot they said that. They're they're used, <laughs> he or they are always so them. blazed that it's it they just they just wing it, man. 
I mean, whatever felt right at the moment, that's what they said. My my goal <laughs> is still to have them on the show, but with the preference that they understand that I hate them. That's my <laughs> I want them to come on the show just so we can have a debate about why they suck so bad. That's yeah. the, that's the only thing I want. The worst band that I've ever seen live is I set my friends on fire. And I've talked about that on the show multiple times. It, and it yeah. happened multiple times. It's not like I just wrote them off one time. I saw them multiple yeah. times and they are the worst band I've ever seen live. I mean, they're not even as bad as they're, – they're worse than Sharp Tooth. How crazy Ooh. is that? Crazy. Ooh. By the way, another band we will not talk about on this show. Sharp Tooth? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's, that's another one. Remember, didn't they have an album come out? I didn't even bother. No, I didn't bother either. It's not, it's not made for us. It's no, anti-men. No. It's anti-men. Yep. So why would we listen to it? doesn't make any sense. I thought this whole scene yeah. was supposed to be like inclusive and not separative. Like I, I didn't know you were supposed <laughs> to separate an entire gender from your fucking yeah, music. You, you got to keep them separated, Ian. Keep them separated. All right, now we're getting punch drunk. All right, so I have obviously this episode coming out. Uh, We have the Patient 67 episode with Tom. That should have been out before this episode. And then I have, like I said, I have another interview coming out. I'll have other interviews as well. I'm reading someone's book who might be coming on the show soon. I also have some other interesting things that people have reached out to me about. I'm also all about doing something different as well. So... If like people porn? have ideas, yes, I would. Like I said, I love to review Franz's porn. So if anybody <laughs> wants to give me that membership, that would be fucking great. But I do want to plug I have that that fucking Molson. I I want to plug mm-hmm. a podcast that I did, and I've never done this before because I hate most oh, other podcasts. But I did the podcast Return to the Underground, hosted by mm-hmm. Kyle, and he knew what he was talking about. He we hey. had a conversation. We did a whole thing on from first to last that did their entire discography. I think that one almost goes two hours. It was a lot of yeah. fun. And it was two people discussing music similar to the way you and I do, Dave. And like yeah. it was it was worthwhile. Like I very much enjoyed it. And I know it sounds weird for the way I'm talking about this, but that's because I've listened like you always listen to your competition and check people out. And we've been talking about for years how bad other shows are. And this is a good show. And it's not because they invited me on. I've had plenty of other podcasts invite me on. But this was someone who actually knows music. And it was fun to talk back and forth. So go ahead and look it up. It's Return to the Underground, hosted by Kyle. And he's a good guy. And I hope he sticks around. I think he does like, I want to say an episode a month, with the, which yep. is pretty much what I'm wanting to do now too. Because yep. why would you put out weekly shows it's just way too much work to do that so you know with no money and all that kind of shit and i'm working 15 hour fucking days of work and stuff so covid has not stopped me from going into work so blah 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 i'm not going to complain it's nice to have a job it's nice to get money blah blah but i just wanted to say i love doing this kind of thing i wish i could do it more but it's always tougher with people's schedules and stuff to set this kind of thing up but i really do just love talking music oh yeah and you know, I think that's one of the reasons I came on because I can only, I can only talk to Nikki about music for so long until <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's enough talking about the used. Oh my god, that's got to be awful, <laughs> so awful. But yeah, I and just for people, you know, oh, oh, never mind. She she been on a One Direction kick recently. Oh, yeah, it's been a rough time. I don't know what's going on with you, Dave. I don't know how you survive. 
I don't. I I'm don't not. Know. Oh, okay. You're dead <laughs> inside. It's like all our metal yes. music. <laughs> yep. Well, then everyone go out and look up Ian Scene or at Real Ian Scene. You know, at Ian Hates Podcasts, even though I, I mostly, that's like my controversial Twitter thing. So yeah. I don't really do as much. That's that's more talking shit on people that suck and making jokes <laughs> and stuff like that. And Ian Scene is all about positivity and promoting. And wow, I think my voice cracked there. But it doesn't matter because I have to get up and go to work at 4.30 in the morning. So yeah. <laughs> it's just, it is what it is. So Dave, I think we have to end the same way that we always end these, even though this is technically a different show. But to go back to normal here, do you have any final words for everybody? Uh, you know, other than being <laughs> set it off being such a, such a kick-ass band. Um, is that the new one? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I, just need, I need to remind everyone of the winner of uh, March Badness. Ah, um, yes. There they are. They are the, the sleeper pick, I'd almost say, you know. But <laughs> winner, winner. Don't forget, guys. Oh, that's so funny. So wait, you're not going to end with your normal thing? Oh, you can be a dick now. Ah, there you go. All right. And I will leave you the way I always do, long days and pleasant nights. Thanks, everyone. I want every single one of you to know that I am truly sorry from the bottom of my heart. I am so sorry. Sorry that you're a little Yo